Jai Jai Sitchetanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaura Bhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Yesterday um, I started on the uh, the topic of uh, Rasa theology, and uh, it's a very difficult topic, obviously, because it speaks about very profound matters. And uh, I spoke about Rasa without any Ras, because I went to the... Um, technical descriptions of uh, of what is surrounding Ras theology and I spoke about the uh, uh, Bharatanatya Shastra where Ras is addressed and then subsequently there were others, Abhinav Gupta who, who commented throughout the centuries and I came to uh, the Sahitya Dharpan of Vishwanath and uh, from the 14th century and uh, and all those descriptions of Ras were a little dry um, I have some more to say about th that but before we carry on in in this topic mm -hmm. I want to um, to point out that what Rupa Goswami is describing is something totally different, something of a totally different nature, because Rupa Goswami is not describing Ras. Rupa Goswami is describing Bhakti Ras. He is describing the loving relationship in in relation with Krishna, and uh, and therefore, in terms of the experience, it is something totally different. Um, when we look at uh, uh, at descriptions and commentaries uh, and development of a of rasa, in based on on Bartamuni's work and the other writers, then uh, it deals with drama, it deals with poetry, it deals with literature, and and basically uh, it is about an experience that these uh, these uh, these literatures are are meant to bring about, um, but all that I mentioned yesterday is the reflection of the original spiritual rasa. So let me uh, begin um, and say something about the uh, the the essence of this. Rasa theology. Um, we are speaking about advanced stages of devotional service, where uh, not only uh, a, not only ruchi develops a strong taste to uh, to just serve Krishna, to hear about Krishna, to glorify Krishna, to always be absorbed in Krishna, but where that taste begins to develop 
in a very deep emotional attachment called ashakti. And then we're speaking about bhav, right? So said within this ashakti, one begins to approach bhav, and as one is, is coming to bhav, that means uh, overwhelming emotions, then these emotions begin to manifest in a particular stai bhava, and that is where I want to begin. Um, a, a stai bhava is basically a, a permanent orientation in the five principal rasas. Um, it says then it mixes with, uh, with vibhava, right? So when we hear such things, the descriptions, um, it gets confusing. Stai bhava mixes with vibhava, but it's not as confusing as it sounds. Stai bhava is basically a particular orientation in the five principal rasas. And in vibhava is talking about uh, all the opulence, all the attributes of, of, uh, that are involved in, in relation to Krishna. And they awaken something uh, that then is further uh, divided in the udipan, the, the things that uh, the, that which awakens our our love and then where that love belongs in the or is reposited in the alamban um, and then Radharani, Alamban is divided into two, Asraya and Visaya. I know, I'm going to do this again. Um, so, I know I must have lost you on the way. So, I'm going to try it once again. Because uh, it would be easy with the PowerPoint. Uh, he, it, it can be done also like this. Staibhav, a particular orientation. Ah, Vibhav, so many uh, opulences, so many attributes in Krishna, in his entourage, and, uh, which all are awakening, awakening our natural love. We already had a particular orientation, and now our natural love is awakened. Uh, and by, by the, the attributes and the opulences of Krishna, uh, the, that is awakening Udipan. Then this natural love is deposited in, uh, in Krishna and the devotee. Uh, the devotee is the, that is Alamban. It is, the natural love is deposited in Krishna and in the devotee. It said the devotee is the asraya, uh, the abode of that love. And Krishna is the object of the love. Did I lose you again? Or should I summarize it one more time? Just, just to sort of get everybody with it. Here we are in a particular staibhav, in a particular mood. It may be a coward boy, it may be parental. Huh? As a cowherd boy, if uh, certain certain vibhavas, certain opulences of Krishna will certainly attra attract our attention when we see a rope, the kind of rope 
that Krishna is uh, carrying over his, his shoulder uh, when he goes into the forest and deals with the cows. Uh, oh, as soon as those who are in the coward boy will just see the, the rope, their hair stand on end. They immediately, it immediately awakens their love because just seeing the rope, it is like immediately they're in the forest with Krishna. That rope takes them there. Uh, so that is the Vibhav, an example of, of a, of a Vibhav. And then, uh, so here we are. And now it says some of the Vibhav uh, is, so Vibhavas, they are awakening things. The rope awakens something in our heart. And then, yes, then what it awakens is our love. And the love is in two places. The love has its resting place. It rests in the heart of the devotee and it rests in Krishna. And Krishna is the object of the love and the devotee is the abode of the love. That is where the love is. Uh, and ultimate, the ultimate abode of love is Srimata Radharani. She is Asraya, the shelter, the abode of love. And Krishna is Visaya, the object of love. Uh, therefore, Krishna wants to know about that love that Srimata Radharani has that he doesn't know. Uh, because one thing he doesn't know, he doesn't know what it's like to love Krishna. Therefore, he must come and also become a boat of love. So he comes as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He comes as, as the devotee. And now he's also an abode of love for Krishna. Was that clear now? <laughs> Did we, can we visualize it? Stai bhava, vibhavas, and the different things that remind us of Krishna and which awaken things in the heart, called the Udipan, this awakening of our love, just by seeing coward boy sees the rope, and then the devotee becomes the abode of love for Krishna. And Krishna is the one who awakens uh, ultimate, the ultimate cause for love. Therefore, he is known as the object of love, the Visaya. So like that, it is described. Uh, there are other, other terms that are, are used when we are discussing this rasa, and that's also uh, confusing. Uh, they speak about uh, bhava, anubhav, vyabhichari bhav, and you go like, uh, there's a lot of uh, subtle things out there. Um, little difficult to understand. It's not as complicated as it sounds. There is the bhav, the particular mood that we have, or sometimes called just called bhav, right? We have a mood as a as a coward boy, or let's stick with that for now. And uh, and then the anubhavs are just the subsidiary moods that the coward boy goes through. I mean the the excitement of, of, of running in the forest, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, showing Krishna 
uh, one's strength, right? I mean, don't start speculating now, Kadamakana Swami must be a coward boy. Give me a break. Uh, he is a blade of grass. <laughs> That's it. Anyway, so, but you get the idea. The cowherd boy is, is relishing certain things, right, that are part of cowherd boy life. Uh, uh, running, uh, outrunning, uh, jumping, climbing, uh, adventurous things, you know, things that boys do, things that cowherd boys do. Uh, since I took birth as a boy this life, uh, it's not so difficult to understand the mood of boys. And so cowherd boys, they, uh, they have these anubhavs, you know, these more, uh, these, these things that follow the major staibhav, just, just detailed feelings that all fit in the overall mood. Yeah. So that is, is the anubhav. Then, you know, then they start to make life more ex uh, complex, you know. Uh, for example, I'll read you something from Bartamuni yeah, for a moment. Um, let me just uh, go there, though. It takes a, it takes a moment. But uh, boom, 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 boom. where was that? Oh, I better turn the things easier. Bartamuni, uh, Bartamuni. Well, basically, Bharat's theory from the Natya Shastra is that Bhava Vibhav Anubhav Sanchari Bhav Samyogat Rasanispati, uh, the synthesis of Bhava Vibhav Anubhav Sanchari Bhav leads to Bhava. Yes, then we get uh, all these, these various terms. Uh, so uh, when you read something like that, it's very difficult to, to figure it out. Um, it takes some time. Um, but I think that if we keep our, our focus clear, Stai Bhava is just the overall mood that we have. And then within that, uh, certain things take place. Uh, like, for example, uh, there's these Anubhavs. I explained that were different moods that different experience, different, uh, that fit within the bigger picture of the overall mood. Uh, the coward boy, Anubhav, of outrunning Krishna, or jumping over a stream, or such things, wrestling. Um, then there are Vyabhichari Bhavs, okay, they have uh, done an analysis of the of 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 thirty three different types of symptoms that manifests in different moods, and they are uh, listed in the Chaitanya Charitamrita in the Madhya Lila, chapter fourteen. So here we go. One, Nirveda, indifference. Two, Visada, moroseness. Three, dainya, meekness. Four, glani, a feeling that one is in a faulty position. 
Five, Shrama, fatigue. Six, Mada, madness. Seven, Garva, pride. Eight, Shanka, doubt. Nine, Trasa, shock. Ten, Avega, intense emotion. Eleven, Unmada, craziness. Twelve, Apasmara, forgetfulness. Thirteen, Vyadi, disease. Fourteen, Moha, bewilderment. Fifteen, Mritti, death. Sixteen, Alasya, laziness. Seventeen, Jaja, inv invalidity. Eighteen, Vrida, shame. Nineteen, Avahita, concealment. Twenty, Smriti, remembrance. Twenty-one, Vitarka, argument. Twenty-two, Chinta, contemplation. Twenty-three, Mati, attention. Twenty-four, Driti, forbearance. Twenty-five, Harsha, jubilation. Twenty-six, Autsukya, eagerness. Twenty-seven, Ogriya, violence. Twenty-eight, Amarsa, anger. Twenty-nine, Asuya, jealousy. Thirty, Chapalya, impudence. Thirty-one, Nidra, sleep. Thirty-two, Supti, deep sleep. And thirty-three, Prabodha, awakening. All these different uh, moods are now analyzed. Uh, so they, so the Vyabhichari Bhav basically means it's, it's, they've analyzed all the different varieties of emotions and they put them into categories and said, okay, they have counted them and said like 33 different types of emotions. Um, and so that's what Vyabhichari Bhav is about. And then it uh, describes, uh, so in the relationship in, in, in love, in a particular staibhav, in a particular predominant mood in one of the five rasas. Uh, parental, uh, parental ras. Uh, yes, you know, parental ras is, is uh, it's, it's natural that uh, parents, they, they worry, right? They always worry. Mother Yasoda also, she worries and she makes many arrangements to uh, protect Krishna. Uh, uh, for example, bathing him in, in cow urine yeah, to ward, and brushing him with the, with the tail of a calf, right? just to uh, ward off all inauspiciousness. So Mother Yasoda is always thinking that she needs to, uh, to protect Krishna. And, and she's thinking of uh, everything that can, can possibly happen. Huh? And, and she's thinking about many things, you know, she's thinking about, uh, yes, uh, like death is here. Huh? Mriti mentioned death. Yes, in the parental ras, you know, there's always a fear some death might happen right, to, to the beloved. So it's, it's an ingredient which brings out uh, strong emotion. Um, it's like, uh, it's a disease, same thing. It brings out emotion. Um, mm. 
And, and all these ingredients, 33 different ingredients were mentioned. So that's, that's all it is. So we can see that Rupa Goswami has, has totally analyzed it. That's why yesterday I, I mentioned that the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu um, sometimes uh, rem reminds us of a psychological test or a text, sorry, not test, text, a text where different, uh, different moods, uh, different states of mind are described. Um, and it is, but it is spiritual psychology. It is the psychology of love of God. Right? And of course, uh, because in the material world, the material world is a perverted reflection of the spiritual world. And when our original emotions of love for the Supreme Lord uh, are withdrawn from the Supreme Lord and are directed towards the material world, then they get involved with the material elements. And earth, water, fire, air, eater, mind, intelligence, and false ego. These are the eight material elements. And then uh, we get involved with them. And then, and, and, and love transforms into, into lust. But so there's then no more, it becomes self-centered and it centers around uh, our enjoyment and not Krishna's enjoyment. That is there, but, uh, but still, then we are trying to experience all these rasas in relationship with the material energy. And so it happens there. Uh, there, yes, we have indifference, uh, indifference, some things we're not interested in. Oh, there's moroseness. It's not working. Oh, meekness. I am, I'm not deserving. I am, I am just, I'm not qualified. I'm insignificant. Still, I'm hoping um, a mood of meekness, a feeling that one is a faulty in a faulty position. <laughs> so what, what to do? It's it's a, it's an embarrassing situation. I blew it. I blew it. Uh, but anyway, but I somehow or other hope to to make it up because uh, I know I'm in a faulty position. But uh, I, I uh, because I'm attached, okay? because I'm attached, I want to make it up. In the material world, we become attached to some material situation, and therefore uh, we want to, uh, when there's a fault, we care, because it might upset our relationship. When that is in relationship to Krishna, and there's some experience of fault, yes, then it, it may even uh, even even more huh? more uh, upset us because it, it will uh, what if we lose Krishna's favor? We are at fault. So um, that's a very difficult situation. And of course, okay, we see that in Indra. Indra after Govardhan, Indra was sort of feeling like. Uh, Whoa, 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 what do I do now? 
he's the supreme lord ay, 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 I, I overlooked that uh, okay how, how do I deal with this I need some advice I'm in big trouble okay let me go to Brahma what to do Brahma says well, well this is indeed a big problem but but um, I have an idea Krishna is very, very fond of the cows. So why don't you take Surabi, the heavenly, uh, the heavenly cow, heavenly Kamadenu, and when you take her, that will soften Krishna's heart. And so it's interesting. Well, that makes sense. So he did take Surabi, uh, of course. And then, you know, Indra, first Surabi spoke to pacify Krishna, but Surabi took, took advantage. And Surabi said, well, actually, uh, actually, uh, my dear Krishna, you are the real Indra, because Indra means the Lord of the universe, the protector of the cows, and you are the real protector of the cows. And, and, and therefore, you are the real Indra. And then Surabi, in order to honor Krishna as the real Indra, started an Abhishek with her milk and started bathing Krishna with milk. And then Indra, what could he do? He had to just go along with it. So he had to just go to this, like, okay, he's the real Indra, which hurt a little bit. But anyway, he went along with it, and then he... he ordered his elephant Airavata to, uh, to join the Abhishek and to shower the Lord with the, uh, the waters from the Akash Ganga, from the celestial Ganga. So in this way, the Abhishek of Krishna, to crown him as the real Indra, took place in that created uh, Govinda Kund, on the, on the side of, of Govardhan. That would be one example, but of course such relationships, uh, a feeling that one is in a faulty position uh, can occur in any loving relationship. Um, so, oh, I made a mistake. I mean, even Yasoda uh, is, was, was uh, uh, when she raised the stick and chased Krishna, she was a little bit... Uh, Worried when she saw the fear in Krishna's eyes, then she was really, then she became afraid because she was afraid that Krishna would run, that he would run away, um, and that he would really leave. And said, and that is why she decided to tie him so that he couldn't leave. Um, anyway, Krishna was bound by, uh, by love, which is a lot stronger than rope. Uh, yeah, so fatigue, we also see that Yasoda, while she was chasing Krishna, and she became overwhelmed by, by fatigue at one point. And then that fatigue, uh, that was... Uh, that was something that in the relationship between her and Krishna, it melted Krishna. And Krishna 
became uh, Esau. She is given everything she had. And then he became uh, merciful. All right. All right, then. You can capture me. All right, then. Okay. If you want to even bind me and keep me and not let me go. All right. All right. Although I'm the independent supreme personality of Godhead, because, but because of your love, all right, I let you capture me. Not only capture, but I let you keep me as well by binding me. Mm. So in this way, uh, we see how all these, uh, these things, uh, there are 33 that I, I mentioned, uh, and all of them appear in, uh, in, in, in the different uh, loving exchanges. Mm. Mm. And that is really very, very wonderful how love is, is that, right? If love is just one sentiment, sometimes we get some presentation from an impersonal understanding about love and it is a it is just like a it is just like a wet sentimental blanket love no love is not a wet sentimental blanket huh? love is as we see is is full of so many emotions anger huh? Anger, because when the beloved misbehaves, uh, that's intolerable. If someone else misbehaves, ah, we can we can overlook. But when the beloved misbehaves, right, that's intolerable, and and therefore, then we become very very upset deeply, deeply upset. So uh, all these kind of, of emotions are there. Contemplation, contemplation is mentioned. Yes, and then Radharani is just thinking, thinking of Krishna um, constantly. She can't think of anything else. Krishna, always thinking of Krishna. Every moment, uh, not like a sadhana, it is said the devotees in their sadhana uh, who are trying to be Krishna conscious, they tried smartavyam satatam vishnu vismartavyo sit sarvavidini They try to always think of Krishna and never forget him. Hari Krishna 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 Hari Hari. All right, I have to always be uh, absorbed in some activity related to Krishna. So I chant my rounds, okay, then I could go to a Bhagavatam class, or if I'm not doing that, then maybe I'll hear a lecture in the car, or uh, something, something to always focus the mind on Krishna. A constantly, uh, you know, some music, some kirtan playing in the background. Ah, Krishna is there. Um, just reminding ourselves of Krishna. So for the conditioned soul, this is there to push away, to push away all the material things from the consciousness. 
and to put Krishna in there and push aside all these material things that are otherwise just popping up. Uh, we can see that mundane ras, you know, mundane ras may be there on our mind. Uh, we can think about uh, yeah, uh, um, sweet 17, you know, okay, boom. Uh, I, I don't need a time machine. I've already traveled back in time, 50 years, 50 years ago, 17 years old. There I am. Uh-oh. I don't know if I can even talk about what, what was on my mind. Uh, sex. Uh, I felt overwhelmed, overwhelmed by sex desire. It was just too much, too much. Uh, it wasn't so sweet, 17, but something had to be done. So I did, I did. What can we say? Um, and, and so all the, all the material rasas uh, uh, became, became, came to the foreground, yes. Craziness, uh, craziness was there. Uh, laziness, oh yes, was there. Uh, concealment, hiding things, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Uh, ooh, uh, yes. Anger, uh, remorse, jealousy. Uh, so many, so many of these these rasas. So, in the material world, we are imitating these rasas, uh, and uh, and of course, here we all all are trying to be the abode of love. Uh, we are all trying to uh, experience it mm, in competition with one another. Uh, but, yes, so the love between Radha and Krishna is, is just amazing. Um, it is stated, say Premira, Sri Radhika Parama Asraya. Say Premira Ami, Hai Kevala Vishaya. Sri Radhika is the highest abode of that love. And I am its only object. There's no other object. Yes. I taste the bliss to which the object of love is entitled. But the pleasure of Radha, the abode of that love, is 10 million times greater. Krishna speaking. Uh, Krishna is saying, I taste the bliss to which the object of love is entitled. Oh yes, Krishna is very, very blissful to experience that love. But the pleasure of Radha, the abode of that love, is 10 million times greater. 
my mind races to taste the pleasure experienced by the abode, but I cannot taste it. Even by my best efforts, how may I taste it? If sometime I can be the abode of that love, only then may I taste it, love, taste its joy. So sometimes, eternally, there are Radha and Krishna, eternally, and eternally, and Simata Radharani represents all the devotees, and eternally there is the devotee, and eternally there is Krishna, and eternally the, the devotee is the abode of love, and eternally the and Krishna is the object of love, and Krishna is most most happy because he himself is overwhelmed by an ocean of transcendental love. But he can see, he can see that the love in Srimata Radharani is 10 million times greater. He can see that the love in the devotee is exceeding his own. And it pleases him the most. It, it makes, it increases his love. Because in love, we want to give. So Krishna also, he wants to give more than take. If he was the greatest abode of love, then he would take, but Krishna wants to give. So Krishna gives. And in the cause of that, she gets greater love than he gets. But of course, it is, it is the most intriguing thing that she has what he doesn't, or that the devotee has what he doesn't. So he wants to know. So then he says, if sometime... I can be the abode of that love. Only, only then may I taste its joy. And so, once in a day of Brahma, uh, Lord, when Lord Krishna personally appears in this world, once in a day of Brahma, uh, Krishna appears. And in the, in the Dwapara Yuga, and in the Kali Yuga, following that once, in a day of Brahma, there are thousand cycles of four yugas. And in the eighth manvantar, in the 27th millennium, uh, a manvantar is 91 Dive yugas. So eight times, okay, seven times 91 past, plus 27 cycles of four yugas past. You do the calculations. I'm too lazy. Seven times 91 plus 27. Then that's how far it went into these thousand cycles. Um, more than half had passed of Brahma's life. And then Krishna, uh, then Krishna appears in Dwapara Yuga. And then after that, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appears. Because sometimes, Sometimes he also wants to be the abode of love. Right? So in this way, the devotee is the abode of love. And okay, you know, some of us may have a little bit, right? <clears throat> a small small quantity of love, but it's awakening. And in others, that love is growing and growing and growing. So, but this is our objective and our aim. 
Um, and this is the whole essence of, of, of the teachings and of the Rasa theology of, of Rupa Goswami. Let us follow in the footsteps uh, of Srimata Radharani and the servants and the servants of the servants of Srimata Radharani so that we also may become an abode of love. Mm. I hope that with that, I've taken it a step further today. And I hope that it was, uh, was clear that we just understood the Staibhav is a particular mood. The Anubhavs are just different moods that are manifesting uh, within that predominant move in one of the five rastas, different experience. Coward boy, ah, desire to outrun Krishna, an Anubhav. And then the 33 Vyabhichari Bhavs, the 33 different, different moods that are are there um, in relation to, uh, to Krishna. So in this way, we can appreciate uh, uh, very easily the nature of Rasa Tattva. Hare Krishna.